The Trials of Apollo, Book One, The Hidden Oracle, by Rick Riordan. Chapter One. Hoodlums punch my face. I would smite them if I could. Mortality blows. My name is Apollo. I used to be a god. In my four thousand six hundred and twelve years, I have done many things. I inflicted a plague on the Greeks who besieged Troy. I blessed Babe Ruth with three home runs in Game Four of the nineteen twenty-six World Series. I visited my wrath upon Britney Spears at the two thousand seven MTV Video Music Awards. But in all my immortal life, I've never before crash landed in a dumpster. I'm not even sure how it happened. I simply woke falling. <sighs> Skyscrapers spiraled in and out of view. Flames streamed off my body. I tried to fly. I tried to change into a cloud or teleport across the world or do a hundred other things that should have been easy for me, but I just kept falling. I plunged into a narrow canyon between two buildings, and bam! Is anything sadder than the sound of a god hitting a pile of garbage bags? I lay groaning and aching in the open dumpster. My nostrils burned with the stench of rancid bologna and used diapers. My ribs felt broken, so that shouldn't have been possible. My mind stewed in confusion, but one memory floated to the surface: the voice of my father, Zeus. Your fault. Your punishment. I realized what had happened to me, and I sobbed in despair. Even for a god of poetry such as myself, it is difficult to describe how I felt. How could you, a mere mortal, possibly understand? Imagine being stripped off your clothes, then blasted with a fire hose in front of a laughing crowd. Imagine the ice-cold water filling your mouth and lungs, the pressure bruising your skin, turning your joints to putty. Imagine feeling helpless, ashamed, completely vulnerable, publicly and brutally stripped of everything that makes you, you. My humiliation was worse than that. Your fault. Zeus's voice rang in my head. No, I cried miserably. No, it wasn't. Please. Nobody answered. On either side of me, rusty fire escapes zigzagged up brick walls. Above, the winter sky was gray and unforgiving. I tried to remember the details of my sentencing. Had my father told me how long this punishment would last? What was I supposed to do to regain his favor? My memory was too fuzzy. I could barely recall what Zeus looked like, much less why did he decide to toss me to Earth. There had been a war with the giants. I thought the gods had been caught off guard, embarrassed, almost defeated. The only thing I knew for certain, my punishment was unfair. Zeus needs someone to blame, so of course he'd pick the handsomest, most talented, most popular god in the pantheon. Me. I lay in the garbage. Staring at the label inside the dumpster lid for pickup, call one five 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 Stenchy. Zeus will reconsider. I told myself he's just trying to scare me. Any moment he'll yank me back to Olympus and let me off with a warning. Yes, my voice sounded hollow and desperate. Yes, that's it. I tried to move. I wanted to be on my feet when Zeus came to apologize. My ribs throbbed. My stomach clenched. I clawed the rim of the dumpster and managed to drag, which made a cracking sound against the asphalt. Arigatou! I whimpered through the pain. Stand up! Stand up! 
Getting to my feet was not easy. My head spun. I almost passed out from the effort. I stood in a dead-end alley, about 50 feet away. The only exit opened onto a street with the grimy storefronts of a bail bondsman's office and a pawn shop. I was somewhere on the west side of Manhattan, I guessed. Or perhaps Crown Heights in Brooklyn. Zeus must have been really angry with me. I inspected my new body. I appeared to be a teenage Caucasian male, clad in sneakers, blue jeans, and a green polo shirt. How utterly drab. I felt sick, weak, and so, so human. I will never understand how you mortals tolerate it. You live your entire life trapped in a sack of meat, unable to enjoy simple pleasures like changing into a hummingbird or dissolving into pure light. And now, heavens help me, I was one of you, just another meat sack. I fumbled through my pant pockets, hoping I still had the keys to my sun chariot. No such luck. I found a cheap nylon wallet containing $100 in American currency. Lunch money for my first day as a mortal, perhaps. Along with a New York State junior driver's license featuring a photo of a dirty, curly-haired teen who could not possibly be me with the name Lester Papadopoulos. The cruelty of Zeus knew no bounds. I peered into a dumpster, hoping my bow, quiver, and lyre might have fallen to earth with me. I would have settled for my harmonica. There was nothing. I took a deep breath. Cheer up, I told myself. I must have retained some of my godly abilities. Matters could be worse. A raspy voice called, Hey, Kay, take a, lo- take a look at this loser. Blocking the alley exit were two young men, one squat and a platinum blonde, the other tall and red-headed. Both were oversized hoodies and baggy pants. Serpentine tattoo designs covered their necks. All there were missing were the words, I'm a thug, printed in large letters across their foreheads. The redhead zeered in on my wallet in my hand. Now, be nice, Mikey. This guy looks like friendly enough, he grinned, and pulled a hunting knife from his belt. In fact, I bet he wants to give us all his money. I blamed my disorientation for what happened next. I knew my immortality had been stripped away, but I still considered for myself the mighty Apollo. One cannot change one ways of thinking as easily as one might, so he turned into a snow leopard. Also, on previous occasions, when Zeus had punished me by making me mortal, yes, it happened twice before, I had retained massive strength and at least some of my godly powers. I assumed the same would be true now. I was not going to allow two young mortals, ruffians, to take Lester Papadopoulos' wallet. I stood up straight, hoping Kate and Mikey could be intimidated by my regal bearing and divine beauty. Surely those qualities could not be taken from me, no matter what my driver's license photo looked like. I ignored the warm dumpster juice trickling down my neck. I am Apollo, I announced. You mortals have three choices. Offer me tribute, flee, or be destroyed. I wanted my words to echo through the valley, shake the towers of New York, and cause the skies to rain smoking ruin. None of that happened. On the word destroyed, my voice squeaked. The redhead cade grinned even wider. I thought how amusing it would be if I could make the snake tattoos around his neck come alive and strangle him to death. What do you think, Mikey? He asked his friend. Should we give this guy a tribute? Mikey scowled with his bristly blonde hair, his cruel small eyes. 
and his thick frame, he reminded me of the monstrous soul that terrorized the village of Cromion back in the good old days. Not feeling the tribute, Kate, his voice sounded like he'd been eating lit cigarettes. What would be the other options? Fleeing, said Kate. Nah, said Mikey. Being destroyed? Mikey snorted. How about we destroy him instead? Cade flipped his knife and caught it by the handle. I can live with that. After you? I slipped his wallet in my, into my back pocket. I raised my fist. I did not like the idea of flattening mortals into flesh waffles, but I was sure I could do it. Even my, in my weakened state, I would be far stronger than any human. I warned you, I said. My powers are far beyond your comprehension. Mikey cracked his knuckles. Uh-huh. He lumbered forward. As soon as he was in range, I struck. I put all my wrath into that punch. It would have been enough to vaporize Mikey and I'll leave a thug-shaped impression on the asphalt. Instead, he ducked, which I found quite annoying. I stumbled forward. I had to say that when Promises fashioned you humans out of clay, he did a shoddy job. Mortal legs are clumsy. I tried to compensate, trapping upon my boundless reserves of agility, but my Mikey kicked me in the back. I fell on my divine face. My nostrils inflated like airbags. My ears popped. The taste of copper filled my mouth. I rolled over, groaning, and found the two blurry thugs staring down at me. Mikey, said Kate, are you comprehending this guy's power? Nah, said Mikey, I'm not comprehending it. Fools, I croaked, I will destroy you. Yeah, sure, Case taught away his knife. But first, I think we'll stomp you. Cade raised his boot over my face, and the world went black. <laughs>